And you are listening to the Bleeding Big Blue Podcast. Alex Ives works back again. So yesterday I had my rant video and also the Madden simulation stream. The Giants at Rams. The Giants lost that one 33-30. I'm going to be commentating on the Rams game-tying drive in the last couple of minutes of the game. Then I'm also going to be doing the Rams drive that scored them in overtime with the field goal. And then I'm going to be also commentating on the last Giants drive in which... You'll see what happened there. If you have not watched the full stream already, it's already on YouTube. And if you haven't seen it and you want to see my commentary, at least on those clips, stay tuned. And if you're listening to this on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Play, go to YouTube right now. You could watch the stream or you could wait till the YouTube version of this podcast episode comes out. And you could watch the commentary, which will take about maybe 12 minutes long. After this, we're going to have a throwback Thursday little part of the podcast episode. This Thursday's edition will be a bright spot in a dark season, as I named it. It's the Chiefs-Giants game from 2017. I'm going to narrate it a little bit and show you guys clips and tell you guys what happened. If you have not watched that game already, I've already been on a mission to watch every 2017 game because I lived in Pennsylvania. I could not get all those games. I haven't watched two games yet of the 2017 season. That's the Eagles game, week three, when Jake Elliott made that 61-yard game-winning field goal against the Giants. I have to watch that full game, and I also have to watch the game where Eli was benched and Geno was the quarterback. Obviously, I've seen post-game highlights on the NFL but I still have to watch the full game and see what happened. But I did watch the Chiefs game, even though it wasn't broadcast in my area, I don't think. I have watched that game on NFL Game Pass. It is free throughout the end of July. July 31st is when the trial ends and training camp comes around that time. So that's going to be a whole lot of fun. A lot of stuff coming on this podcast. Always new content and new details It's going to be exciting, especially these last two days, four videos in two days, two streams, and one YouTube video, which I do rarely, but it was a rant, and even though the Curtis Grant interview, if you guys see my Twitter, that's getting postponed until next Thursday, he had to do some stuff with his work, so that's going to be postponed to next Thursday, but I had no idea that was going to be rescheduled till this morning, so I decided to do the rant video yesterday. And you also got this podcast episode today. So two streams, one video, and another podcast episode. Great content. Thank you guys for the support. And here's my commentary on the Rams game-winning drive, the game-tying drive, and also the last Giants drive in overtime. All right, so here we are at this point in the game. At this point in the game, 8.07 left to go. Greg Dortch just returned a 24-yard kick up to the 24-yard line. The Rams are down by 8. The Giants lead 30-22. to And here's where the game gets interesting. So I'm going to have the volume about halfway up. The game commentary is still there with Brandon Gordon and Charles Davis from Madden. So I also lowered it because just in case there's background music in the game, I don't want to get copyrighted because, you know, YouTube has to be the way it is. So... Let's watch the play, and I'll commentate on it. Steps back, and then much no pressure, but he goes for a check down to Daryl Henderson. Blake Martinez is on the tackle. Mostly before this part, the Giants' defense was actually doing not that bad. 
I mean, two of the Rams' points were actually due to a safety because Aaron Donald sacked Daniel Jones in the end zone. So, it's going to get interesting from here, people. Steps back. Not much pressure. Williams does apply not much because he trips and falls, but... Gets to the 30, so it's a third and five situation here. As you see, Robert Woods actually, at further points in the game, went over 140 receiving yards. Tate went over 130 on eight receptions, so that's interesting. I mean, that's how Madden is with its high scoring and high yardage. I mean, every time, even if you put good players on a defense and there's a flat route right there for Robert Woods, and that's a first down tackle made by DeAndre Baker, if you have the best players on the defense, you'll still be 32nd in franchise because of all the yards you give up. And that's the way Madden is, and that's something they need to fix. The high scoring and the high yardage. It's nothing like real life, because I'm pretty sure if you have some of the best players on the defense in real life, you're going to be one of the best and not one of the worst. I mean, guaranteed, you'll still have the interceptions and everything, but that won't count towards yardage. Not that much, at least, when you're playing Madden. Steps back. Not much pressure there. Throws a first down to Tyler Higby, the tight end. Eighty receiving yards. We all know that it would be like that if it was the real Giants, because they like giving up receiving yards and possibly touchdowns to tight ends. But there's a different point in the game where I'll get to more tight ends. You'll see it as well. It's changing point. Thrown to a flat. That is, I think it was Woods or, actually no, that was Josh Reynolds, James Radbury on the tackle. One deep safety, two wide receivers left, and Goff stepping back. He'll throw to the cut, and that is... Cooper Cup, I believe, on the reception. Only 10 yards, and he's probably the number one receiver for... He gets that point in the game, and they only limited Cooper Cup to 10 yards. What's also interesting is there's not really timeouts called in this game if it's a simulation and you don't portray a team. You'll, we'll get to that part also as well. Robert Woods, again, another catch to the 26-yard line, so they're edging closer by the minute. See there, nine receptions, 145 yards. Pretty sure Woods would not have that much of a breakout game against the Giants. I mean, I know the Giants' defense is a work in progress, just not that bad right now. And both teams are a 78 overall, by the way. Two men, and then there goes Daryl Henderson for the first down. They had the blitz coming, and they didn't cover the running back. Seems like something the Giants would do. See, there are 357 total yards. I mean, that's somewhat plausible, but I don't think the Rams' offense is that good. Especially with the offensive line they have, but all the sacks were earlier in the game. Goff steps back. Throws a check down, or check route.
So it's second and ten from the 16-yard line. Have an open Josh Reynolds for the near first, but it is third and three from the nine-yard line. They need the six for the first down here. So third and three. Let's see what happens here. And he throws it, but he gets... Totally bamboozled by Grant Haley. Now, he is bad in coverage in real life, but he's great at tackling. And that's why, I, that's why I've always recommended Grant Haley being like a linebacker or a safety because he's good at tackling. But he's a bit undersized, so that's, that's the problem. But obviously in this situation, it's fourth and three. You're not going for a field goal and then later trying to... And they get Tyler Higby wide open on the crosser for a first down at the five. So let's see what happens next on this play. Remember, the two-minute warning is also coming up. So 84 yards to a tight end. Now, I'm not saying you have to allow 15 yards, but 84 yards ain't necessarily good. And the Giants haven't been good against tight ends. They've been giving up. A lot of yards against them. So this is a prime premier matchup that you're going to see this season. Depending on how the Giants handle tight ends as they just gave up a touchdown here to Tyler Higby. So Higby gets the touchdown. They're going to go for two. Obviously, with the simulation and the fact that you're choosing no teams, you can't control your offensive or defensive plays or any timeouts. So, And here's the two-point conversion. Same toss to Higby. It's good. And now this is their first overtime drive in which they score. And he had a wide-open Cooper Cup and just didn't get him. If he would have caught that, it would have been... They would have been in field goal position much faster, but we'll get to that point. For some reason, they have Bobby Evans at right tackle with this roster. They don't have Rob Havenstein. Fakes? Oh, no, not a fake. And Daryl Henderson tackled in the... Excuse me, that's Cam Akers tackled in the backfield. Third and five. Let's see what they do here. You only need five. Let's see what they do here. I mean, obviously, I watch this, but for you guys watching, you know. Wide open. Henderson again. Jabril Peppers in coverage. And Grant Haley on the tackle. 339 yards. Isn't that a nice number for the Giants defense to be allowing in the passing game? Uh, 
But honestly, that number isn't even real when it comes to real life. I mean, it is, but in the fashion that the Giants wouldn't give up that many yards. Because Madden, if you play it, it's high scoring and high yardage, as I mentioned before. So here we go, handoff here. Gets a nice couple of yards, about nine for Daryl Henderson. They also have Cam Akers in the backfield, so don't think they're just allowing 20 yards in the backfield. Cam Akers has like 55. Looks like a screen coming out. It is. And a first down for Daryl Henderson again. That's the 43-yard line. Remember with overtime, the first possession has to be a touchdown. It can't be a field goal. If it is a field goal, then the other team has to possess the football and they can't score. But in real life, if you waste overtime and there's a whole tie in there, and there's a face mask. It's on Blake Martinez. I thought it was on Kyler Frackle for a second, but it's Blake Martinez. But in real life, overtime only lasts about 10 minutes. And after that, it's a tie. Unless you're in the playoffs. So, And the Giants are in the playoffs. Or the Giants are not in the playoffs here. So, Taking like 10 minutes to huddle. Of course, this is a simulation. Passed it 50 times and rushed it 30 times. That's what you get when you don't have Todd Gurley. Screenplay, easily recognizable. That's DeAndre Baker on the tackle. That's his second tackle for a loss. In this situation, they would have to force Jared Goff to get a sack... And pressure him because at this case, can't kick from far away because they don't have Greg Zerline. They have Austin McGinnis, the rookie kicker. So it's going to be interesting what they do here. Tried Connolly tried limping over the running back in protection. Didn't get there, but Robert Woods dropped it anyway. It was easy wide open. I think I could have caught that pass. As you heard, Brandon going the seventh play of this drive. They'll have Higby over the middle once again, Baker in coverage. But he's going to be shy, so let's see if Austin McKinnis makes his kick. 353 yards. Higby, 101 Receiving yards, doesn't that sound like a familiar foe? In the case of Giants giving up yards to tight ends. But again, it's Madden and they push the narrative so much that they get more yards than actually anticipated in an actual NFL game. So, so obviously they'll kick the field goal here. And of course with the 
simulation, you're not playing as a team, you can't control the view. Okay, so now the Giants have the football. Corey Ballantyne kept it in the end zone. And they had a touchback. Now the 25-yard line. And the Giants hope to get a field goal here. So let's see what happens. Jones. First play downfield. Go. How do you... I wouldn't even do that if I was a quarterback. Go down the field all the way for the first play. Unless the man was wide open. wonder why Madden selected that play. Must be the animations. But all... Jokes aside, Jones has had a pretty good game. There hasn't been one turnover. Unless you, for some reason, count a safety, but... For right now, Jones hasn't made that many mistakes. So he goes to Saquon Barkley to the left, only gaining about three yards, so it's third and seven. 17 yards today for Saquon Barkley on five receptions. So let's see here. Donald looking to close the pocket. And Ingram is just shy of the first down. They're obviously going for it here, knowing it's the last legs of the game. Let's see what the Giants have in store. Ingram over 102 reception yards. So Golden Tate is also over 100. And Shepard probably in the middle. Probably about 50. But he hasn't gotten much attention. At least to this point. So we'll see what happens. Going for it on fourth down. Multiple defensive linemen here. Play action. Gets sacked by Ebukam, but there is a flag. Now wouldn't that seem like a Giants thing to do? Get sacked on the final play of the game. And then you have a holding penalty on your offensive line. That's... That's a giant thing to do. Okay, so you guys obviously saw the commentary. If you haven't already, check it out on YouTube. That hasn't been done by the commentary of me, but that was the Madden live stream commentary done by Charles Davis and Brandon Garden. So that part's on YouTube. That's the whole stream, but I just commented on a little part of the stream here. Basically, the core and the key parts towards the end of the game. Next, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over... The bright spot in the dark season, the Chiefs-Giants game 2017. Some of you remember it, some of you don't maybe. I mean, it was only two and a half years ago, but it was still a bright spot in the dark season. So it's worth going over again. I remember being hyped when we won against the Chiefs because they were an over 500 team. And something to make a point about, even this year, we were better than we were in 2017 with 3-13. and this year, was, well, really last year was 2019, obviously, 4-12. We actually beat a team over 500 in 2017, as much as you think about it. And we were worse. And that was Ben McAdoo. 
So it's really interesting. It's really interesting when you think about that stuff, but definitely more to come here. And here's my commentary basically on the highlights of that game and going back to the more important parts of that game, the Kansas City Chiefs and the New York Giants 2017. And I put up a poll on Twitter. You can vote on it if I should make a highlight reel after every Madden stream, whether it be a simulation stream or whether it be a Bengals live stream, meaning for my Bengals franchise. So far, six votes say yes. And I've included some hashtags. If you haven't already, vote on there. It goes for another two days. So after that is lifted, I will make my decision Based on the so poll, I'm not going to do dark one Chiefs probably after the, the Cowboys game because I want to see what the voting looks like. Maybe it could change, maybe it can't. But we'll see with that. Here is the offense. throwback Thursday review of the Chiefs versus the Giants in 2017 at score. The Giants started undrafted free agent out of USC, Chad Wheeler, a right tackle for Bobby Hart. Wheeler was facing a lengthy challenge versus pass rusher Justin Houston. With one of the worst defenses in the NFL, the Giants had the task of stopping rookie Kareem Hunt in the backfield and containing veteran and familiar foe quarterback Alex Smith. The Chiefs were coming off a loss to the Giants' divisional rival, the Dallas Cowboys, in Dallas. The Chiefs also hit a downward spiral after a 5-0 start and then afterwards losing to the Pittsburgh Steelers. As the Giants went downfield with 4.20 left to go in the first quarter and into the red zone, Mike Sullivan called for a trick play toss to Shane Vereen which was intended to be thrown to Evan Ingram. Shane Vereen except threw an interception to Chief Safety Daniel Sorensen. Going back the other way now, Alex Smith tried to do a Big Ben Le'Veon Bell flip to Travis Kelsey, but it was intercepted by Snacks Harrison. Snacks got a snack and took a bite into the Chiefs passing game. The Giants later drove down the field after Snacks' interception in the passing game. Oddly enough, instead of putting San Diego State undrafted free agent Shane Smith as the fullback, they put bulky defensive lineman Robert Thomas as the man in front of Orleans Darqua. With his help blocking, Orleans Darqua rushed for a second touchdown of the 2017 season. As many times as the Giants allowed KC in the red zone, Kansas City hesitated to score a touchdown. The 2016 Giants defense came back for one last hurrah as Landon Collins and Janoris Jenkins both intercepted passes from Alex Smith. The Giants, however, still allowed enough yards to allow Kansas City to kick the field goals needed to tie the game. After Kansas City punted in their first overtime drive, the Giants got back the ball. After the Giants went down the field, they were stopped at the Kansas City 36 and had a decision to make. Were they going to go for it and risk a turnover on downs that would possibly cost the game? Have Brad Wing pin the Chiefs inside the five and risk not getting the ball back? or have Aldrich Rosas try 53-yard field goal when he missed an extra point earlier in the game. The Giants decided to go for a 4th and 6. Eli Manning dropped back and threw deep downfield to second-year wide receiver Roger Lewis. Lewis beat cornerback Philip Gaines and made an outstanding one-handed grab and drew a pass interference penalty to get the Giants down to the Kansas City 6. The Giants took a knee and let Aldrich Rosas kick the game-winning score. The Giants took their second win of the season against the Chiefs and the first home win at home since week 15 of the 2016 regular season. That was the first time the Giants did not allow a touchdown in a regular season also since week 15 of the 2016 season against the Detroit Lions. 
The Giants' run defense only allowed 73 yards to the rookie Kareem Hunt, but surrendered 134 rushing yards. That was the last time the Giants would beat a 500-plus team until they beat the Chicago Bears on December 2nd, 2018 at MetLife Stadium. That is this week's Throwback Thursday. So that's today's episode of the Bleeding Big Blue Podcast. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel for Madden Streams, film done by Rohan Sangani, and also our podcast episodes are available on there. If you're looking for listening to it, then you go on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Follow our social media pages at Bleeding Big Blue Podcast, most notably our Twitter and Instagram for fan interactions, polls, and updates. I know this episode was a short one, but thank you guys for sticking around wherever you are supporting, wherever, around the country, across the world. Remember, I have my Cincinnati Bengals stream at 8.20 p.m. If this is uploaded before then, then watch for 8.20 and go check it out. If this is uploaded after 8.20, however, it should still be available on YouTube. Thank you guys for supporting, and we will see you next week.